time is it? Tool time and also podcast time. I couldn't bring myself to yell tool time like on the TV show uh, Tool Time. This show, yes. this show. If you want so you half-assed it. I just said it. I just said it like like a normal person says things. Well, also, yeah, what time is it? Uh, it's a uh, tool, tool time. time. <laughs> uh, it's also I'm only one man, and they and like the audience for Tool Time was a full audience that Tim and Al were always working towards. They had no trouble getting an audience to make for their home improvement show. Filmed in, I guess, probably in Detroit or the Detroit environs. That show, of course, they were in the metro Detroit area. That's where they lived. I don't know where they recorded the show, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, you know, where they had their TV studio. I also don't know, uh, like, what channel they aired on. I don't know. Uh, I wonder if it's probably like a public access show, would you think? Like a This Old House with Bob Vila? Right. Or maybe it could have possibly been a cable I think, show. I think it's a public. Well, he gets paid for it. Yeah. So I think it's like a it's a local show. Like it's yeah. his job. It's definitely yeah. not national. Yeah. If it were national today, like that's like the type of thing that would be like weirdly popular with yeah. like the inti- because they'd be like, well, let's watch this guy f- nearly die every episode. Yeah. Like, uh, I almost wish that was a real show. Yeah, and well, he he was sponsored by Binford Tools, which I think yeah. is where he got a lot of his money from. So maybe he was underwritten by Binford. And which will allow them to sort of seems like... it seems like state television. It's just like a propaganda machine for Binford. <laughs> yeah, but th- then you know you would wonder if like you know because like me and Tim the Toolman Taylor would take so much time away from what he's doing the show to work through his issues at home with his yeah. audience. Yeah, imagine uh, being an executive at Bidford, being like, oh, well, he's going to plug the new screwdriver today, going to pop on uh, an episode of Tool Time, only to see Tim the Tool Man Taylor talking about his vasectomy. Yeah, the sort of thing like Tim, you know, the Tool Man, he was just like, you know, he had a real rapport with his audience. That's why they enjoyed yeah. him so much. Anyways, this podcast is Chris and Matt's Skim Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> Where we, we oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what we do. We skip Wikipedia. But now I want to talk about the Tim, the, the Home Improvement video game for Super Nintendo. Okay. Well, I'm sure there's a Wikipedia oh, yeah. page for it. Definitely, because I definitely know that. Uh, yeah. This oh, I'm my... Matt. I'm Chris. We're the guys from the name of the show. Yeah, from the guys that brought you Super Bad, are the guys that are on this show. Yeah, it's called. I wish I wish there was a Wikipedia article for the marketing ploy, the guys who brought you. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, like or like from the producers of, uh, you know, from the studio that brought you paranormal <laughs> activity. I'm really into the the that from the studio that brought you, as if everyone's like, "Ooh, a brand new Paramount picture." Indeed. Anyways, home improvement power tool pursuit for your Super Nintendo. Here's the one main thing about the game. That as reading from uh, the old Wikipedia, the game had no real instruction manual explaining each of the buttons. In its place, a fake manual was used with a sticker reading, Real men don't need instructions. A message what? which also appeared on the splash screen. What? <laughs> there, yeah, was that there, to like save costs? I, I, I think it was to be part of like the ethos, like the, the macho manly ethos of a Tim the Tool Man Taylor saying, Oh, yeah. Real men don't need instructions, so it also probably did save the money, but also it was like, you know, apropos of the game. But the game itself is just like a, a, a side-scrolling game where like... Mm. Yes, yeah, pretty boring game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on a special broadcast of the show Tool Time, Tim prepares to unveil the new Binford Ultra Power Tool Line named after him. 
the Binford Taylor Turbo Power Tool line. He goes to retrieve them, only to discover that they are missing and a note left in their place demanding Tim to come. Oh, how, how randy. <laughs> the player's weapons include modified tools such as a nail gun, a blowtorch, and a chainsaw which hurls energy waves. These weapons are used to fight dinosaurs. <laughs> energy as- waves. <laughs> These weapons are used to fight dinosaurs as is feeling mummies. Okay, this is 100% like, it was like a Doki Doki Panic type situation. Yeah. Like, they had a game, and they, like, put a home improvement skin over it. Yeah, I want to look at, like, if I can see, like, photos of it somewhere like, on uh, the, like, internet's. Let me just look up. Absolute Entertainment made it from the studio that brought you. Yeah. A boy in his blob, trouble in blob Olanya. <laughs> Oh, that one didn't work. Yeah. And Battle Tank. Let's see. Uh, oh, did they still have the repu- the uh, up from... Because uh, Entertainment Weekly had a, re- a review. Oh, they just have the review, which has been oh ported over online. C-minus, Entertainment Weekly gave it. Absolutely. Absolute Entertainment. Absolute Entertainment. Uh, also got the uh, rights to the Star Trek The Next Generation video Ooh. game. There we go. Now I'm finally seeing some screenshots from the game on MobyGames.com. Mm, Moby can... is canceled. <laughs> is that how far it got? Did it get the cancellation? It's, uh, I, think, I think he's canceled. All I know is that he didn't date Natalie Portman. <laughs> there, was a, there was a running gag on a Veep this season of, of women coming forward to oh, say they I did, not date, did not date Jonah Ryan, yeah. which reminded me a lot of the, the Moby situation with... Uh, Natalie Portman coming forward saying she did not date Mopey. Yeah. Oh, I watch Veep. I'm all about that Veep. Ooh, all I can look all at about the page that Veep. when Tim loses a life. That's, big, oh. that's There's nothing. <laughs> I didn't realize that I was on the Star Trek The Next Generation uh, uh, Wikipedia page, and when I looked to the right, it said, uh, created by uh, Gene Roddenberry. I was about to say, did Gene Roddenberry create Omen Brufin? <laughs> I'm looking at eight different screenshots for the game. It's yeah, it's pretty weird and like it's very like cheap, like even for like a Super Nintendo game. And now I like old school video game sort of artwork. Like I, I like the, I like the, I like the studio. The studio looks good. Looks yeah. good. The, now the people in the studio. <laughs> yeah, Pixel City, <laughs> yeah. baby. They don't, I mean, Al sort of has a. Beard. I mean, the this shot of him like in the jungle is straight up like from Pitfall. Yeah. Yeah, or like, or like Sonic, or something. It like it, looks. It's, it's nothing to do with he's, other movies. He's fighting a pterodactyl with a nail gun, and there's other <laughs> yeah. one, which is kind of amazing. <laughs> I wish the show was more like that. Yeah, instead it's just like Tim. Um, what, another great, another great feature of this game is: Are you looking at the back of the box? Yeah, it really sticks out how few women are in this game because it's just Tim, <laughs> Al, and the boys. His wife is not in this game. Are you sure? I thought I saw. I thought I saw his wife on the loss I of life screen. But I'm just looking at wrong. the. I'm just looking at the. Bo- oh, oh, the okay. loss of life. Like his wife is like you've died. <laughs> it could have been one of his sons, though. Maybe, uh, maybe. No, maybe it is. Maybe it's Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Okay, battle twenty-two types of special effects robots. I don't understand what that means. The gang's all here. Al and the Taylor boys are on the scene to help Tim yeah. with his quest. His wife is not a part of this game. No, I thought who I thought was Jill Taylor was actually Randy, the son played by Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> Uh, I recently read on the Wikipedia page for the main uh, home improvement entry that Jonathan Taylor Thomas left the show to start a film called Speedway Junkies. Ooh, 
not to star in that one movie he made with like uh, uh I'll I'll be home for the holidays or something like that. And there's like one where like it was like um I remember uh, he rides like a Santa sleigh. Ooh, how David Crane. What's he have to do with episode entertainment? Oh, he's a video game programmer, he's just some random guy. Uh they made oh <laughs> spooky. I was looking at the games made by uh, Absolute Entertainment, including Penn and Teller's Smoke and Mirrors, which was canceled. As a oh my gosh. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Penn and Teller's Smoke and Mirrors. Yeah, they've been deplatformed, literally. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they, they did the Toys video game. Yeah, they, yeah, they did uh, Goofy's Hysterical History Tour. I gotta see what that's all about. <laughs> Have you ever oh, seen gosh. the... Um, well, that's a Genesis game. The the re- the reception for the toys video game is is great. Uh, Mega described it a poor game using a film license for a plot and giving it an addiction factor of one out of ten. Uh, Wes and Larry's top tens called it the top ten worst movie licenses, Ooh. and it came in fourth. Although GamePro, uh, a magazine I used to subscribe to, gave it four stars. Mm. In the Goofy game, Goofy finally finds a job that he likes at the Ludwig von Drake History Museum, and he turns into a great janitor worker. That's the first sentence. That's what I feel like reading. Ben and Teller's Smoke and Mirrors game for the Sega CD. Yeah, but um, I would say I was reminded by this Goofy going through history thing. So have you ever seen the, um, the Archie comics of Jughead when Jughead travels through time? No. Oh, there's probably a Wikipedia. Yeah, but like, it's like Jughead... Before they did, like, zombies, and before they did the show, like, Adventures of Sabrina, which became that Netflix show, like, I was, like, Jughead, traveling through time. I'm just going to search for Jughead, and... The Penn and Teller Smoke and Mirrors mm-hmm. entry is extremely long, and <laughs> uh, there's a whole section on history. Uh, it says that it has a cult following now. It's a very popular game. But it got canceled. Uh, I mean, that's because of some allegations... <laughs> Sexual oh. misconduct between of the video game oh. Smoke and Mirrors. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, the video game is canceled, and like the, in like the, uh, we're dragging Smoke and Mirrors on the timeline. Ah, so uh, I see. Uh, no, uh, I don't know why. It, well, maybe it was canceled because it was like a Sega CD game. Oh, that could be it. A- and like everything on Sega CD was canceled. Yeah. But uh, I, it looks like you know, it's it looks like uh, people play it. Interesting. Apparently, there was a one-shot Archie comic that was a tie-in to Sharknado Three. It dealt with Riverdale being hit by a storm of Sharknados and Archie getting having to deal with them as it makes its way to the, down the Feast Coast. Anyways, I'm gonna look it up on Amazon because if it's available, I'm gonna buy it right now. Because <laughs> I have Archie meets the Ramones, and someday I'll get Archie meets the Pun- the Punisher. But if Archie Sharknado. I know this isn't Chris and Matt buy things on Amazon, but if I can get this for a decent... Oh, oh well, the Kindle version's only 99 cents, but I wanted the actual artwork so I could display it. And to do that, it seems like it would be kind of pricey. Mm. For example, somebody selling a copy of it for $150. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so I may not be getting it now. Oh, Archie vs. Predator. Now, Archie vs. Predator paperback's only 20 bu- 18 bucks. I might get that. Now, at the end of that, does the Predator kill Archie? Possibly. I mean, the Punisher doesn't kill Archie when Archie met the Punisher. But, it, but, but that's because isn't the Punisher looking for someone that looks just like Archie yeah, in that? Yeah, yeah. But, like, he doesn't kill anybody, I don't think. But Archie vs. Predator. Jug- he kills, straight up kills Jughead. 
that'd be pretty bold. Oh, I mean, like, people, I mean, they have an entire comic that's about them, like, being dead and stuff. Oh, this is a thing under the, the, uh, I'm on, I got to distract NATO page by dint of clicking on that thing. I don't like the Sharnados. I don't think they're good. I don't even think they're fun in a campy way. I've never seen them, so... They're they're trying to be funny in, like, a campy way, and it doesn't really work because they're trying too hard. They're very sweaty movies, in a yeah. sense. Uh, I'm not crazy about uh, not crazy. movies that are made in... I'm not crazy. I'm not get, crazy. Get institutionalized. <laughs> Yeah, all I wanted was a Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm looking at the Barry Levinson Wikipedia now. All right, well, I'm just going to click random article because we can't do an episode where we don't at least click at a couple random articles on Wikipedia. I know we got to do why all our... Why, why can't we? Why, why, why can't we? <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's a thing that we normally do. If it's something interesting comes up, it's, it's fun. Why can't we be friends? You know, that's a song by some mm, band. Why can't we be friends? Isn't it by war? I think so, ironically. Mm. I'm getting a lot Is it of... ironic? I don't know. I should look that up. Ooh. You know what they you know what they say. Rob, the war backwards is love. It's true. I got to a Wikipedia page for a show called Distinguished Canadians, which is a and? Canadian a Canadian talk show. <laughs> is it? Oh, is it just pointing out Distinguished Canadians? Uh, it was a Canadian talk show which aired on CBC from seventy one through seventy two. Which so basically, barely briefly. Uh, he interviewed a bunch of guests. None of these people are interesting. They're all like, it was apparently, it seems like a very like heady sort of show. Like he's talking to like scientists and playwrights and historians and like a priest clash sociologist. Mm. So, but it's a fun name, Distinguished Canadians. I'm going to make a show called that. Ooh, Netball. Oh man, maybe we should cancel this show. Uh, this show's canceled. <laughs> and uh, oh, start this. So I started a show called uh, Distinguished Canadians. Yeah, we just have to... Just steal someone else's concept. <laughs> it was from the 70s, so I mean... Yeah, yeah, anyone who possibly remembers that show is obviously dead or in an insane asylum, so... <laughs> yeah. They're driven mad by watching the show. And yeah, then... they're just driven mad by the, co- the concept of so many Distinguished Canadians. <laughs> and also because Samara came out of that, the uh, well they Yeah, killed. if you watch a whole episode of uh, uh, Distinguished Canadians, has a real ring-like effect. Yeah. You got a call saying seven days, seven days, uh, you know, one of those distinguished Canadians in seven days, uh, George Ramsey Cook, the famed historian, shows up to, like, kill you. Yeah. And, and then, like, you know, uh, Charlotte, Charlotte Witten, who was the Bandy mayor of Ottawa. <laughs> I wonder if she had a distinguished career as the mayor of Ottawa. Mm, um, she has a distinguished career as the mayor of Indian. <laughs> Uh, I'm looking at the Wikipedia entry for comedy drama, also known as the also known as the dramedy. Oh, I love right these. I love these types of Wikipedia articles mostly because they're like, uh, here is an explanation for just a thing like uh, being sad and happy at the same time. Yeah. Apparently, Charlotte Wynn was a real whore for television because she was also in an episode of What's My Line. <laughs> Jeez, uh, not so distinguished, I guess. Well, you know, but. Uh, here's some. She's got um, one, a couple of uh, various headlines. Like you know, there's different sections on Wikipedia. Uh, one of hers is accusations of racism. So I'm not gonna rescind <laughs> my com- my comments on her. She also was a strong social conservative and did not support making divorce easier. Mm. One of those people who wants people to stay in bad marriages for no reason. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, symbol of coward. 
Uh, she's, her name was apparently kept off a new archives building in Ottawa due to this controversy. Mm. Keep her mm. off there. Yeah. Get her out of here. Yeah. Get the fuck what out. Name, what was her name again? Yeah, GTFO. Charlotte uh, Witten. Charlotte Witten. Who's called a Canadian feminist and mayor of Ottawa, but on the other hand, the whole divorce thing. It doesn't really. Maybe uh, maybe it's a Canadian feminist is like something like uh, I don't know. Uh, what's like a cob salad or something? Is that like what? What's the thing that's like not really a salad? Oh, um, I don't know. <laughs> you know uh, what I'm talking about, right? Like a baked Alaska is not really Alaska. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of a, a Frito pie, which isn't really a pie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. true, true, true. <laughs> oh, I love Frito pie. Yeah, aka a walking taco, aka a waco. No one calls it a Waco. They could, though. The only person that calls it a Waco is Fozzie Bear, who <laughs> says, Waco, 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 our canceled Muppet of the Week. I don't know if Fozzie should... I mean, I know he's a, he's a com- comedy person, and mm, so I don't often. know. I heard that Fozzie was defending Louis C.K. at the comedy <laughs> store last week, so... Oh, no. You know, he really just wants you know him to have a second chance or what have you. <laughs> yeah, he says, hasn't he suffered enough? Yeah, he's like, you know, he's... We sit, what the... Emails. Sorry. Um, I, let's not think. I mean, I mean, it's possible that he could be canceled. I think we should cancel um, Emmett Otter. <laughs> I don't. Just, just, just because. Just fuck him, right? <laughs> yeah, Emmett Otter. I know. Emmett Otter think was was like he was a good he was a good otter. Like he was like he just wanted to be with his family or what have you. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of any other uh, Muppet. I, well, I, wanted, I was trying to think of Muppets outside the, like, uh, well, who are those Muppets that are, like, bad guys, like, in the Dark Crystal? Uh, I don't know. I'll have to look that up, because they're making a new Dark Crystal thing. So I'm looking up Dark Crystal. They I are making dark... a new... Uh, I spelled it wrong. Uh, copyright thing. Dark Crystal, which is a thing from back in the day, that it is an upcoming Netflix series. I want to find out... It was, a, it was a, a puppet animated high fantasy film directed by Frank Oz and Jim, what's his face, Henson. You know, the, fam- <laughs> the famous Muppet Man. Yeah, the famous Muppet Man, Jim Henson. The Skeksis. Do the Skeksis mm. have a leader? If they have a leader, we're going to cancel this guy. Yeah, you're fucking burnt to a crisp. Yeah. Well, there's a Skeksis who's also known it's, as... The... I think it's uh, Skeksis Midnight Runners. <laughs> oh, well, this Skeksy is also known as the Slave Master, so... Sketchy. Yeah, this is... His name is apparently... All the Skeksis have, like, weird names like Skeksil or Skeksung or Skekso or what have you. This mm-hmm. one is named Skekna. So, Skekna, a.k.a. the Slave you, Master. You dragged, baby. Yeah. You fucking roasted. Not, not in 2019, my man. Also, while we're at it, the Skekshad, a.k.a. the treasurer. You may just be a treasurer, but you're a treasurer for an evil organization. So we say, get out of here, too. Skekshad. <laughs> yeah, GTFO. All these motherfuckers. The Skeksis have their own Wikipedia page, though. Uh, the main antagonists of... Yeah, they are like they have like a this dude's wearing like a this is the the Gartham Master one of the pro- most prominent Skeksis in the film. Oh, they have a, a list of Skeksis. The first Skeksi ex emperor, the Chamberlain, the general, mm, ritual master, the, general, the, the general, scientist. 
Okay. Oh, oh my gosh, I just got a great. Uh, here's a here's a great uh, article I got randomly mm-hmm. uh, for our good for them uh, of the week, and it is the entry for humanitarian aid. <laughs> Humanitarians, keep doing your thing. Yeah, GFT. <laughs> good for them. Apparently, Skekna, according to this uh, the Wikipedia page. Uh, Let's see, he is purely and openly evil from the beginning and has a hook for a left hand, so he seems to be, he's got a lot of things going on out you can You can generally, you know, if, you know, I don't know. What happened to people that aren't, you know, what's going on? Well, yeah. I think I just I just forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, you were gonna riff on something. You had some sort of riff coming. I was building up to it, and then it just slipped away. Up oh, now, I'm looking at the home improvement game again. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, I was looking at the main Wikipedia page. Today's featured article is for the eighth episode of the first season of the American science fiction television series, The X Files. Why? I have no idea. It's called Ice. Uh, yep, so okay. it was inspired by an article in Science News about an excavation in Greenland. Mm, I see a picture of John Carpenter. And a picture of Howard Hawks. Oh, the thing was a big uh, influence on the episode. Ah. Uh, uh, I, I, I never watched a bunch of X-Files. I watched a couple episodes. We watched one time, one, we watched a couple episodes in class one time. Like, mm-hmm. uh, oh, Felicity Huffman. Oh, <laughs> different times for Felicity Huffman back in the uh, early 90s. Mm-hmm. When she was remembered primarily for her acting and not for her role in the college admission scandals. <laughs> Talking about canceled. It's not really cancellation worthy. I mean, it's not cool, obviously, but I don't know if we need to go as far as to cancel Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman and all the other non famous people who were involved in that. It's. Uh... Mm. But uh, yeah, got it, got it, got to roast someone. Yeah, it's true. I suppose somebody's got to step up to the plate. They're definitely getting dragged on the timeline, if you ask me. Yeah, for sure, to a degree. But yeah, we watched a couple episodes in like a class I had in junior high school one time. But it may have been the class I had, which was basically just like a holding pattern for like uh, smart students in seventh and eighth grade. Whereas, like, we don't know what to do with you right now. We don't really have a lot of electives available because, like, it's so <laughs> watch this X Files. Well, it was, like, it was a class we had where we literally, like, did, like, nothing. Like, I had that class for two years in junior high in 7th and 8th grade. And we did, like, nothing in the class. We mostly just sat around. We did, like, I think, like, one project a year. And then in 8th grade, we got to go to Chicago. Chi-town. Yeah. And, like, you know, got, you know, an A. And then ninth grade rolled around. And, like, grades started to count towards high school GPA. And, like, you're like, all right, now you got to take real classes instead of just being, like, Hanging out and making a uh, one like commercial, and then also uh, following the stock market for a week. That's literally like pretty much all we did in that class. And yet I knew a couple people who managed to get kicked out of it. Good for them. <laughs> Indeed. Rip. Yep. Rip Taylor. Oh, we we're actually uh, we're running out of time, so we got to get to. Uh, you have uh, some guessing to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're running ish out of time. We're not like you know. Uh, the, we're not like uh, clock, you know, ticking down to a. I mean, we're at the, this is the shot clock, baby. Ah, uh, shot clock era of the podcast. Yeah, the shot. This is the shot clock era of the podcast. 
Yeah, back in the day when there's no shot clock of basketball and teams would just run the four quarters offense where they just like pass the ball to each other like in the four quarters of like the and just like but not to be confused with the four quarters of America. Hmm. I would never confuse it for that. Which is a place that I don't know why anybody would go to because I imagine is that really... the is that the place where four states? Yeah. Meet? Know it mostly from The Simpsons. I know it from The Simpsons and from uh, an episode of Breaking Bad where Skylar goes there. Oh, yeah. And she's, like, flipping a coin. And she's like, where this coin lands is the state I'm going to, like, run away to to get away from my husband, Walter White, a.k.a. Heisenberg. And then... Every, meanwhile, everyone online was like, what a piece of shit this yeah. woman is. Out there, she get in the way of her husband's map empire. <laughs> Skylar's the worst. She doesn't like her husband being a violent meth dealer. Boo, the Skylar. Basically, just like straight up melting corpses. Yeah. Boo, Skylar. Now, Skylar's not perfect. She smoked while she was pregnant for a period oh, of yeah. time. <laughs> she's no saint, that Skylar. But yeah, she yeah. smoked while pregnant. Yeah, she's like, it was like, yeah, people like didn't like her because she was the wet blanket. Kaylee Waltz, crazy schemes. Yeah, you know, uh, I read somewhere that. Um, Skylar actually represented the critical reception for Santana's Supernatural Ooh, album. Interesting. Which, uh, because uh, much like uh, her husband's career choices, they were lukewarm on the album. Mm. But everybody loves Smooth. That song was very popular. I was on VH1's mm, top 10 maybe. playlist all the time. When <laughs> it cer- certainly was. They're, they're like they're fake TRL. Yeah. Where you'd have no idea how this was voted on. Well, I mean, you wouldn't really, you wouldn't really know how the TRL was voted on either. It predated TRL to some degree, though, because I remember watching it in a pre-TRL world. Because I remember seeing Natalie and Bruce torn, and mm. Walking in the Sun by Smash Mouth on there. Those are pre-TRL days. You yeah. know, Ohana Millionaire Clubs, How Bizarre. You know, mm, love that track. How bizarre! How bizarre! Oh baby, you're making me crazy. <laughs> this is the count of official guest for any member of the Ohana Millionaires Club on Supernatural. Maybe. <laughs> Ooh. Hmm. I don't know who's in that. <laughs> well, there's a Queen Zeta, uh <laughs> let's see. Somebody to the left, Queen Zena in the front, cruising down the Oh, those are members that front. those are members of I the... think so. I think right, yeah. Well, I feel like in the music video he was like sort of gesturing towards them. In the hot, what about the hot hot sun? Is that a, is that, is that <laughs> yeah? Person? Speaking of oh people who are in one hit wonder bands of like the late nineties, what have you, but had careers in music beyond that. Any chance that Dan Wilson is on the album? No. Oh, uh, Dan Wilson, of course, the frontman of Semisonic, who would go on to write a lot of very successful songs and like be like a pop like producing like mega star. Like he's made like. He's like millionaire from like helping like make like pop music. Let's see. Yep. Now, is Sean Puff Daddy Combs on the album? Good guess, but he's not. Because mm. when you thought when you said like there like there was like a rap sort of artist yeah. or whatever, there was like a couple yeah, of yeah. popular songs. I thought. Hmm. I mean, that's why it's a good guess. Like he's out there. He was out there at the time. Yep, he was all he was getting on the mic and saying, "Come to me, Godzilla." <laughs> uh, I had that soundtrack. It, How could you not? It was a big deal. Mm-hmm. It had um, a version of "Brain Stew" by Green Day that just had Godzilla like sounds added to it. 
Yeah, it just had Matthew Broderick talking about that they couldn't find Godzilla. Yeah, there's a Foo Fighters song about like being like uh, afraid to like fly, which is weird because mm-hmm. they would also have that song "Learn to Fly" like later. Well, that was the sequel to Godzilla uh, Can't Fly or whatever. That was the song written when they thought Mothra was going to be in the film. Uh, Mothra, who's in that new got newish. Well, by the time people hear this, not newish Godzilla movie. Yeah. Yeah, by uh, the time people hear this, uh, the forgotten sequel to God- the forgotten yeah. Godzilla movie. Yeah, the okay Godzilla movie that got a sequel because they're trying to set up uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. So I'm assuming Godzilla doesn't die because, you know, Godzilla is king of the monsters. And so, you know, I don't think King Ghidorah will take down Godzilla. That would be pretty bold. It would be like how like when Sean Bean died in uh, Game of Thrones. Mm, Game of Thrones, the Irish adaptation of Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, oh, I was going to make a joke that'd be kind of not great, so I won't do it. <laughs> Fair enough. Good call. <laughs> I don't want to be told a GTFO. Yeah, you've, you've tread the lines with that comment about that distinguished Canadian earlier. I'm just saying she was to be a real publicity whore. <laughs> you did it again, okay. If she was a man, I'd also say she's a publicity whore. Fair. Okay, this is the the worst argument. <laughs> it's in that sense, whore is a gender neutral term. If, okay. All right. Whatever you say, man. If that non-gendered uh, person from Billions was doing a lot of promotion <laughs> for themselves, I'd say uh, Asia, whatever her, his, her, their. God damn it. <laughs> No, I really got it up. Uh, you very, you've stepped in it, my friend. You might as well just try to guess who's on Santana Supernatural album and forget it. Um, LL Cool J. Yeah, yeah, that was no. Fuck but ladies here. love Cool James. I mean, LL Cool James. Do lo- I mean, there's one thing that's very true of it, if anything is in this world, it's that ladies love Cool James. Yeah, and LL Cool J was on. Ventures of Pete and Pete playing with Pete's teacher. <laughs> and he was on Pete and Pete playing Santana. Oh, if only. There's a lot of musicians on that show, though. I wonder if any of them mm-hmm. are on this album. Michael Stipe, Iggy uh, Pop. Yeah. Sid, uh, Sid Straw. Was, um, um, Jonathan Richmond. Marshall Crenshaw. Maybe. No. Mar- Kate, Marshall Crenshaw, Kate yeah. Pearson. Mm. Um, uh, the... David Johansson, a.k.a. Buster Poindexter. Mm, Gordon yeah, Gano yeah. from Violent Femmes. A lot of great... A lot of the greats. Mm-hmm. Julia Hatfield from uh, Blake's Babies. Um, the band... Uh, but thus far, no band. one who was on Santana's Supernatural album. The band Luscious Jackson played the mm. dance that Little Pete goes to. And we're... Um, is that the Cream Corn episode? It may be the Cream Corn episode, too. That would track. But Little Pete Dances with Noah and F. Mecklenburg, played by Michelle Trachtenberg. Isn't Michelle Trachtenberg on this album by any chance? <laughs> no, but that's your third guess. You got none of this week. Uh, Sad. No Michelle Trachtenberg. She's too busy doing Harriet the Spy. This is a couple years after Harriet the Spy. Yeah, but it's kind of close to the point where it would be like, uh, and then the, she was in Road Trip. I think that's the last time. No, she's in Euro Trip. Euro Trip. She was in a trip movie. Real quick, the last thing we're going to. It was a real trip. <laughs> uh, hang on. I'm going to look up her Wikipedia page real quickly and then we'll end the podcast. Michelle Trachtenberg, aged 33. Oh, Jesus' oh. age. Yeah. 
The Great Lady Bird, Jersey Number 33. Let's see. Some, she was in some movies. Oh, she was in 17 again. She was in Take Me Home Tonight, the movie where Anna Ferris met Chris Pratt. Then they got divorced, maybe because he's in that weird church. Uh, is he Hillsong? I think so. She's on an episode of Chop Jr. Got to hunt that down that oh, episode. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, she had Pete and Pete, course, episode of Queen's of Friends Ball, an episode of House, several Gossip Girls, some show called Mercy. She did an episode of Last Oh, Week yeah, she was on Buffy for a while. She's on Buffy for a while. Oh, 66 yeah, she's episodes. On, wow. She, yeah, she's on like the last like five, three seasons. Mm. Although a lot of some people believe that like when her uh, mango. Uh, when her, her mango. mango. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the word you mango. <laughs> you can't have any of the mango. I was, no, just the thinking, I was just thinking about the mango. <laughs> uh, um, when her character comes in, the show takes a, da- a dip, dip in the yeah. pool with the mango. Oh, she played Abigail Adams in an episode of Sleepy Hollow, <laughs> and she's in a Follow Boy music video. Mm. Well, she's kept working at least. Good for her. Uh, she's yep. In, yeah, uh, that's, she's getting the GF and oh, uh, GFH. Good for her. We could yeah. change it from GFT if we're good for them. But uh, Well, you said good for her, so, yeah, you know, we'll, we can give her a GFT. She was in five GFT, ep- does sound, GFT does sound better. Yeah, she was in five episodes of Weeds, which I already said, because Weeds was also a thing that um, Mary-Kate Olsen was on, like one of her last acting roles. <laughs> More like Mary Jane Olsen, you know what I mean? Ooh, Mary Jane. Uh, being Mary Jane, starring Gabrielle oh. Union. Uh, I got nothing. All right, good. We'll end it then. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry to anybody who was offended by this week's episode of the podcast. What's great about apologizing at the end of an episode is that whoever was offended has already turned this off. Yeah, well, you know, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, take it back. The apology. Now, only for the people who didn't listen through the episode. Everybody who listened through the episode will understand that uh, mistakes happen in the world of the internet. <laughs> mistakes have been made. Yes, mistakes, or as I like to say, Ms. Takes, because... Or as I like to say, Mrs. Stakes, because Takes is married. Yeah, the doctor is a woman. The steak is a woman. (laughs) Mm, The steak is medium rare. All right, let's stop. Thank you, Gabber Media, for putting up with us. Um, If you like the show... The bad boys of Gabber Media. Yeah, (laughs) indeed. If you like the show, and I don't know why you would, but if you do... uh, you know, like leave like a review or something, like a like a rating or what have you, in the various podcast realms in this modern era of ours. Like you know, we'd appreciate that. Um, Twitter, you know, I'm at Chris X Morgan on Twitter. I'm at M Shimkowitz. And uh, this has been Chris and Matt Skim Wikipedia. Uh, we will. see... See you on the flippity flop. <laughs> I don't know what I do. We won't be seeing anybody. We don't even see each other. Go to hell. Yeah, go to hell, you old bastard. <laughs>